Comics. Comics. Welcome to ORP, otherwise known as Omen Revelations Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Nunley. And I'm your co-host, uh, Steve Sellers. On ORP, we like to talk about geek stuff, pop culture, including movies and TV series, as well as comic books and comic characters. Uh, but that's not all, is it, Mike? No, it's not, Steve. We're also writers for Omen, Omen Comics and Revelation Comics. So we like to talk about both writing and our comics. So podcast and chill with us. This is ORP's 32nd episode, and it's a special one. As many of you may know, the Omen Comics creative team, of which Steve and I are a part, have a new time travel adventure comic on Indiegogo called Guardians of the Lamb, and we wanted to talk about it today since the campaign is coming to an end next week on the 19th. But before we get into the campaign itself, why don't you tell us a bit about the issue itself and, and what backers can expect from the series, Steve? Sure, I'd love to. Um, I call Guardians of a Lamb our magical mystery tour through the history of the Omenverse. <laughs> I, I just got to make a little side note there. I, I love the Beatles reference there. <laughs> Why, thanks. I, I think it describes what we set up to do here in pretty simple terms. Um, the idea behind Guardians of a Lamb really is that seven people from Roman Jerusalem are chosen to repair uh, all time and space. To do that, they must travel to different points in mythic history and set events the way that they need to go. So on their journey, we'll see places like ancient Troy, uh, Camelot, and that's just in the early issues. Um, now, the first issue uh, tells the story of the team's origins. Um, as we find out in Guardians number one, um, the reason that these seven people were chosen to be the Guardians in the first place is that they caused the damage uh, to start with. Um, and if you read the issue, you'll find out exactly how that damage was caused and what the Guardians' role in it was. Um, the entire issue is set during the reign of uh, Roman Tiberius, um, in Roman-occupied Jerusalem, uh, where we see uh, how these characters meet and they interact for the first time. Um, now, if you're interested in our main characters, uh, they include the following people. Um, Marius Longinus, who is a, a Roman centurion who is working under the prov provisional governor of Jerusalem, uh, and he's our main character. Uh, think of him as Captain Rome. Um, he's a true believer in the values of the Roman Empire. Um, he has a tendency towards blind loyalty and, but that will be put to the test uh, in the first issue. Um, Ileana Romilius, who is the daughter of the general and a member of the uh, patrician uh, class back in Rome. Uh, she's been sheltered a lot uh, you know, because of her family, but she's also seen the corruption of Rome um, up close in ways that Marius hasn't. Uh, and she and Marius go back a long way, as we'll see. Um, Nazarene of Parthia. Uh, she's a visiting princess from the Parthian Empire, uh, which is, is set in modern-day Iran, um, who's uh, been sent to Jerusalem. Uh, and she's proud, headstrong, and knows a lot more than she's telling. Uh, she's also one of my personal favorites. Um, Kabash of Meroe. Uh, now, he's a former gladiator from uh, North Africa who uh, turned to banditry after he uh, gained his freedom. Um, he hates Rome uh, with a burning passion after what was done for him, and you can understand why. Um, there's uh, Renan, who's a uh, petty thief uh, living off the streets of Jerusalem. Um, mostly he enjoys stealing from the Romans, and he eventually falls in with the wrong crowd because of this. 
Um, and then there's Rivka, who is uh, Renan's sister and a local healer. Uh, she's the one member of the team who is a true believer in what they're doing. Um, and and we'll see that certainly in the first issue. And then lastly, uh, there's uh, Cyrus of Alexandria, who is a Greek merchant and a former sailor. Um, he has a long and distinguished past. Uh, when we meet him, he seems more interested in looking out for himself and getting ahead for himself. But is there more to him than that? And we'll find that out uh, over the course of the series as well. So all of these people come from very different backgrounds and walks of life, and uh, they all have very different views of the world, and that's by design. Uh, they'd probably never meet um, if it was up to them, much less work together. But they have to be a team if they're going to fix the damage that they've done to time and space. And worse, they face eternal damnation if they fail because um, there's a group of angels that's watching everything that they do. Um, so because of that, the first issue sets all of this up and uh, tells the story of how they first meet. But at the same time, I hope the issue feels like a fun uh, swords and sandals adventure uh, when taken just as itself. Uh, me too. Uh, I, I honestly don't think I could be more excited about getting this story out there. Uh, speaking of uh, getting Guardians of Lamb out there, I want to talk about uh, what we're offering on the campaign. Uh, we've talked about the specifics of perks already on various podcasts we've been on with Wicked Publishing, Comic Crusaders, and Critical Blast. <clears throat> And we've shared those with you on our uh, our Patreon, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, so I, I won't I won't walk you through each one again. Uh, but I do want to give uh, a general synopsis of what is being offered and talk about a couple of specifics. Um, every single backer is going to get uh, a deluxe white druid trading card designed by Supreme Graphics uh, with art by uh, Tosin Awasika. Uh, it's a really nice card, and I, I couldn't be happier with how it turned out. It's also going to be signed uh, by by both myself and uh, Steve. Um, we're also offering uh, an exclusive Indiegogo Patreon variant cover uh, for Guardians of Alayum number one, which I think turned out very nicely. Uh, better than the standard cover, in my opinion. What do you think, Steve? Now, I don't want to give away absolutely everything about this issue because I hope all of you will support the campaign and experience it for yourself. At the same time, there are a lot of really good incentives that we're offering, and some of them would tempt me if I wasn't already involved with the project. Um, now, I have to agree on the trading card. I, I really love the work that uh, Tozen has done on both the front and back sides. Um, I always say that Tozen gets better and better on everything I see him draw, and that's the case here as well. Um, the details on the back of the card uh, were put together by us, and so what you're getting is a true Omenverse experience. Um, I remember uh, enjoying collecting cards like this back in my early days of reading comics. So my hope is that we can give you the same kind of experience uh, with the finished product and with all the rewards that we're offering. Uh, now, the variant cover is another piece where I think that Tozen really outdid himself. I agree there. Um, the, the main cover was really good, but I think he found a better grasp on the Guardians uh, by the time he did the variant cover. Um, the Crown of Thorns is such a cool touch that it decided... Uh, basically to make use of that imagery actively in future issues of the series. I think it really works so well. Um, the Guardians also have a definite personality if you look at the variant cover too. Um, I feel like I see who they are as people in this cover, and I absolutely love that. Um, I hope our readers do as well. Um, now, do you want to talk more about what uh, Tozen's done for us on the Guardians campaign, Mike? Oh, absolutely. Um, we are very proud of our artist, Tosin, uh, out of Ibadan, Nigeria. 
as we talked about in our artist special episode, uh, so we won't rehash it here, but uh, we wanted to showcase Tosin's work with this campaign by sharing a bunch of 12 by 18 pinups of Tosin's cover art and uh, posters. Um, it includes both covers that have been released and covers that are yet to come. Um, in fact, uh, the Omenverse t-shirt that we're offering on the campaign has one of those very posters on it. It's uh, the, uh, Omen, the second uh, Omenverse uh, poster we put out that has uh, most of the characters uh, in the Omenverse in it. Um, we're also offering a bunch of physical and digital uh, copies of uh, all our other comics, including Revelation comics, uh, eight bonus comics altogether. Uh, I'm certain that uh, even if you're unfamiliar with Tosin's art, uh, you will be a fan after seeing Guardians of a Lamb and our other comics being offered in the campaign. In the campaign, I can talk in the campaign, and looking at these amazing pinups. No, I want one of those T-shirts. I think that anybody who gives to this campaign will get a good cross-section of the artwork that uh, Tozen has done for us um, on all our titles, really. Uh, just to make it clear, uh, Tozen has drawn every single one of the comics that we're putting up as rewards here. Um, I believe he's delivered on every single one of them, and he just gets better. Um, if you really like uh, what we've shown of you of his work so far, I don't think you're going to be disappointed with what he's done for us at Guardians. Um, every time I see new art back on Tozen, it feels like Christmas as we open some amazing new gift from him. Um, so not only will you be getting Guardians and, and all the great artwork on that, uh, you'll be getting all these other pieces of Tozen artwork, um, the books, the pinups, the trading card, all of that. For those of you who are curious um, about how we go from the script to colored page, uh, we're actually offering uh, how it's made paperback, trade paperback that uh, includes uh, the Guardians of Alayam script by myself and Steve, uh, character sketches, inks, and colored pages by artist Tosin Awasika. I I, I know that when I first started uh, writing comics, I, I would have loved to have something like this as a reference, you know, a step-by-step -step showing of, of how a comic is built from script to colors. Oh, I know, right? Um, everything you'll find here is an inside look into how the sausage was made uh, from start to finish. Uh, I could talk a little about my own role in the process. Um, so you'll get what uh, I wrote for the issue script, and it should reflect everything that's within the pages. Um, I think comparing the script to what Tosin has drawn from the issue will be interesting uh, to those of you interested in writing or drawing comics. Um, you'll also see where my vision is, uh, where Tosin's vision is, and where it all comes together and where it all intersects. Um, from what I've seen of Tosin's pages, uh, there are areas where he built on what I wrote and even improved on it. Um, the magic of comics is always in the unexpected, and uh, you'll be able to see what was unexpected if you look at all the process uh, notes and rewards. Um, I, I like to write to, for my artists, and I'm usually thinking of Tozen to some extent when I script, so I hope that shows when you'll get uh, all the process materials. The really big giveaway on Guardians of Alayam, though, I think uh, has got to, it starts at the, the $115 uh, level backer, and that is getting one of the 48 slots available to get drawn into our next comic, uh, Dragon Girl Albino Warrior number one. Um, you might be wondering how I plan on getting 48 people in the comic book. Well, the answer is simple. The 1978 Superman versus Muhammad Ali cover by Neil Adams. Um, if you're unfamiliar with it, let me describe it for you. Um, it's a double page uh, spread cover where, where it's actually the front and the back of the cover. Um, it shows Soups and Ali in the ring, while a whole bunch of various celebrities in a, uh, in, are in the audience. Uh, just, I mean, tons of them, all, 
almost every name you can think of. Uh, Dragon Girl Albino Warrior has a scene in the gymnasium uh, during a school rally uh, full of full of high school high school kids, and I plan on uh, drawing in everyone into the crowd uh, like a head and shoulders shot, like Adams did on the Superman Ali cover. Now I'm not involved with that title or that issue for the most. So for the most part, I'm looking at it from the same perspective as the readers are on this one. Um, I do know the comic you're talking about, though, uh, with the Superman Ali uh, issue, and that cover does stick out in my mind. Um, still, I love the idea of getting the readers more directly involved with the comics with rewards like this one. Um, you have the opportunity to put yourself in the Omniverse, into an actual comic. Uh, that's pretty cool, if I may say so. And if I'm honest, I'm really curious about how Dragon Girl and Albino Warrior looks when it's done, and how that scene uh, turns out once the crowd is drawn. Um, I love martial arts books. I love light and fun teen books. And Dragon Girl offers something different than what a lot of our books are offering. So I assure you, this is not a throwaway title that you're going to be a part of if you pick up that reward. Um, this is an Omenverse book that digs into a different part of the mythology, and it offers something that the other Omenverse books don't do. But it's connected to the larger mythos that we're all building. Ah, oh, very too. Uh, Dragon Girl Albino Warrior is, uh, to make a Tolkien reference, uh, a light in dark places. Uh, what I mean is is that the other titles I write are a bit on the dark side, and uh, Dragon Girl Albino Warrior is both rooted in the ancient past and is the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, I love that uh, Danielle uh, or Danny Finney and Pai Long, uh, and, and I, I, I just hope you all will too. Uh, lastly, I'd like to talk to you about uh, what we're asking for and what your contributions will be buying. Um, long story short, uh, making comics is, uh, for us anyway, a team effort and is therefore very expensive. Uh, just to give you an idea, uh, it cost over $2,200 just to pay our artist for his work on Guardians of a Lamb number one. And he's just one of six people on our team, including Wicked Publishing, that we're trying to pay. Uh, all of us, all of that to say that uh, we're trying to accomplish with what we're trying to accomplish with this com campaign is to get the book out there without going into debt. Uh, we're not asking for a dollar more than what is required to do that. Any money we make from uh, will be from the sales of the book after the campaign. Absolutely. Uh, we just want to be able to continue our stories and be able to keep our titles going for as long as we can. Um, so if you want to see where this story goes, if you want to see some of the crazier ideas that are in my head for this book, uh, please make sure we read our, reach our funding goals for Guardians. Um, I have ideas for tons of stories, um, including things involving the Spanish Armada, the Three Musketeers, the Canterbury Tales, and even a story where the Guardians meet Al Capone and the Great Gatsby. Um, <laughs> There, there's another idea that I have recently uh, as well that I'd love to do involving a couple other classic literary works as well, if we can get to it. But we'll only be able to realize those ideas if we can keep the comic afloat financially. Um, if any of those ideas sound like something you want to read about, uh, please support us and we'll do our best to make it worth your investment. Yes, we will. Uh, we work really hard at what we do, and we hope you'll see that in, in Guardians of a Lamb number one. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode, and please visit our campaign. Uh, but if you can't help financially, it would still be a great help if you would share it and this episode to help us get the word out. Until then, to paraphrase a certain spaceman, uh, to mythology and beyond. I hope you've had fun hanging out with us today on ORP. I know that Steve and I have had fun making this episode. If you've had fun too, we invite you to share this episode and help us get the word out.
For our Spotify listeners, we ask you to please rate our show as well. That can really help to grow our audience. But to all our listeners everywhere, we want to say thank you for listening, and we'll see you in two weeks.